Are you listening? No shit, Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am Old Testament Petty OTP. And I am Lance 2.0. And how are you, Lance? Um, I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, we blessed. I'm blessed. Oh. Yes, I'm oh. blessed. Oh. I'm blessed. I feel good today. Oh. I was gonna go into Stephanie Mills. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only song she got that I like. Yeah, I know. We're gonna go at it. I know. I know. Right, because Stephanie something is about just her a smile Stephanie. or something like that. Something know. in the way you make me feel. Same thing. And after what's her name did, never knew love like this. Candy. Yes. Ugh. Oh, I love that. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, but. Stephanie Mills sang like Michelle A. Talk to me. <laughs> hey, wait. She does. Think about it. See, Stephanie Mills sings the way, the way Michelle, Michelle A. talks. Because <laughs> Michelle A. doesn't sing the way she talks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. And a balloon full of helium. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Stephanie, I love you. I love your rendition of home. It's just. I mean, she was the original rendition. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's the staple. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she didn't get the role because Miss Ross was having a good old time with the man who... Anyway. Don't do that. I'm, I mean, I mean, you know. I mean, I only deal in the truth. And that's the truth. Well, I'm sorry. That's fact. I don't know if it's the truth, but it's a fact. It's like, a fact. Ahead. It's a fact. I don't that's know if it's that's the what they're saying. Right. But that's a fact. That she was... Mr. Gordy. She was, she was <laughs> Mr. Gordy's girl. Um, so we're going to slide into foreplay. So we're going to play pick a number. And because I have all the questions, I can't pick a number. So you're going to have to pick a number. And then we're both going to answer. Okay. One through 40, pick a number. 23. 23. Mm. I'll love you if... I love somebody if what? I love you if you cook for me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, they do say the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. In some shape, form, or fashion. Um, (laughs) That is kind of true. You know, so, okay. Um, So, let's see. I'll love you if. You are attentive. Mm, yes. Attentive. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Pick another one, one through 40. 16. What was your childhood career choice? What did you want to be when you were a child? A pediatrician. That's very specific. <laughs> Why would you want to be a pediatrician? Like just, as a child, you said, you know, I want to be. I want to be a pediatrician. I want to be a child doctor. I guess because, like, as a child, I used to, I, I, I used to get sick a lot. I stayed sick, so I stayed at the pediatrician. Okay. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just so cool. Like, you know, you used to get your lollipops and 
used to give you stuff to play with. It was just like, I was like, oh, I want to do this. Okay, but you could grow up and buy your own damn <laughs> snacks. You can grow up and buy your own damn snacks. I'm just saying. I want to wipe baby's asses and just, you know. <laughs> do you change diapers now? No, hell no. Exactly. Hell no. Exactly. I'm just like, yeah. So 16 what was my childhood career choice. My childhood career choice, honestly, was I wanted to be a VJ. Really? I wanted to be a AJ or Free or Rachel or um, Donnie Simpson. Uh, Donnie Simpson. You know, I wanted to be one of them on TV that you know introduced the um, you know interviewed the guests and then you know um, talked about the videos because I was really big into videos and music and stuff. Like I that. tried so that too. I really wanted to do. That. I sent audition tapes and all. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. TRL for TRL and everything. Wow. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like I wanted to be a Carson Kressley. You know, I had a camcorder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Recorded myself videos on the camcorder. Okay. All right. All right. All righty then. One through 40. 38. Damn. <laughs> what is one of your favorite quotes? And it could be one of your words of wisdom. <laughs> it actually probably was going to be my words of wisdom because not the one today. Damn! Don't use the one today. <laughs> oh, the one that we used in the past. Never get high on your own supply. Because it'll cost you a lot. <laughs> it will cost you. It will cost you a whole lot, lot of money. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just saying, that makes sense. Um, I have so many, but the only one that come to mind is something that I said a while ago. Um, is a person becomes an asshole when their confidence rub your insecurity. Mm. That is true. So, because you're insecure, you automatically deem the person an asshole, asshole or yeah. a bitch or whatever because because their confidence rubbed your insecurity the wrong way. Because you can't stand seeing a person just winning and being happy. And being happy. Like, you ain't happy all the damn time. Well, bitch, maybe I am. You know, to the people world. People get mad when people walk in the door. Who club, posts they sorrow? You walk in the door and you're just confident. Yeah. And some people can't do that. They have to walk in with a group of people. I can ride a solo dolo, bitch. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you felt that you felt that i so felt, felt i did feel that pick a number two what is your favorite video music video you, oh gosh <laughs> my favorite favorite music video oh lord that's like so many <laughs> yeah, i'm trying to think that is like so many, but I'm probably gonna go with Michael Jackson. Remember the time? I have to say, is "Remember the Time" is my favorite okay. video. This is back when they used to rep- premiere videos on, you know, like it was like it was like it was like it was like an event. It was like an event. it was a world. Everybody premiere. was trying to be home to catch a world premiere yeah, video, and I remember premiere. when remember the time whoa, 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 premiere. Whoa, 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 world <laughs> premiere, world <laughs> premiere, world <laughs> premiere. I remember that. I remember that. And Michael Jackson started like the big events with videos, and all like, his videos was, was like eight <laughs> minutes long, right? So yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and everybody remember they did that dance. I bet you remember. Big legs yeah. choreographed it. Yeah. Big legs. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm very mad you called them big legs. Big legs. You know, that was her name. Big I know, legs. but that's. Leslie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Crap. My favorite video. My mind went blank. Damn it. Because you know I was. It's so many, so I just got to pick one. Um, Janet Jackson If. Oh, that was a hot video. Janet Jackson If. That was my. Yeah. She's like, If. <laughs> if yeah that was yeah 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 that 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 was and Jenny had a lot of Jenny awesome had videos. a lot of it but you know what her and and Michael because you know it was I was thinking about saying scream but I decided not to I didn't like scream though it was cool it was cool I think it was what it was about scream was that it was just the first time we saw them work together it was yeah and I don't know it was okay video it was I, I think it was I wanted more color well, it was in black and fucking white. I know, white. I wanted color. <laughs> I wanted more color. It was just black and white. I, I, I wanted more color. You wanted color? I wanted some color. Color? Yeah. Color, okay. Okay, we got one more. Pick one more number. Um, let's go with 11. Describe your last breakup in one <laughs> Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Can Just, we pick? Can we repeat? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You picked 11. 11 is the motherfucking oh, no, number. So like when you say describe it. It said describe your last your last breakup in one. Like the actual event or the actual. It says the breakup. The breakup. It didn't say the relationship. It said the breakup. Describe the last breakup in one word. Shit. Um, last breakup in one word. Dramatic. Okay, dramatic. Dramatic. (laughs) Dramatic. (laughs) For no apparent reason, though. Just saying. My last breakup in one word. OMG. Oh. Yeah. OMG. That's that's it. That just solves it. May not be it, you know, it could be good, it could be great. It was just a OMG. That was just OMG. This is, this like is this really over. What happened? Like, yeah. Moving on. I understand. <laughs> yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. Uh, so we're gonna slide into words of wisdom. So Lance, what is your word of wisdom this week? Uh, my words of wisdom go out to um, parents this week. Stop trying to live out your failed dreams through your children. <laughs> if you ain't do it your time around, <laughs> tough tip. If you did not, if you weren't the next. Michael Jackson or whoever, 
why, why are you getting your child in all these talent shows? So, my <laughs> question, so, my, so you know, and it's so fun when you when when people do that. You like okay, but do you have a Beyonce slash Michael Jackson gene in your body, <laughs> or do you just expect for them to just be an anomaly and just be able to do all of this stuff? You know, they probably they groom them since when they come out the cooter pop. But you know what? It, it, but but the funny thing about it is, is that some things are talents you can learn, mm-hmm. but some stuff you either have it or you don't. Right. And I think you can train anybody to play the piano. You can train anybody to um, be good at something. Right. But if you don't have the voice or the personality or the it factor from the beginning, it doesn't matter. Right. How much you work hard, like sports, like you. Some people have to train extremely hard just to be good, mm-hmm. and then there are others who are born and they just they just have a knack for it. They just pick up a ball and just go. Right. Like I think when you think, like you said, with sports, I think like Serena and Venus. I mean, even though their father was hard on them, I think they really had a love for the game, and mm-hmm. they still do to this day. Yeah, and it's talent. It's a genuine it's love because for there are other people passion. who are in the industry <laughs> who are in the industry, but we don't consider them good. But they are pro athletes. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's like, you know, there's there's levels to it, but it's like the likelihood of somebody making it into the pros is slim to none. So when you are grooming your child for that, don't put all the eggs in one basket because you couldn't accomplish that it. That is true. Or you didn't accomplish that. That is true. Then and that's what a lot of parents just try and do it. They I know my dad tried to do it and he wanted he he would have had me. He would have had me, but he pissed me off, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I don't want to do this no more." Oh, okay. You know, I, I played baseball as a kid. I played football, and then he yelled at me, and I was like, "I'm done." Oh, you can take it. <laughs> yeah, all right. And I was actually good, and he still tells people that story to this day. You were the better athlete than your brother. Yeah. Then I look at you. You're, you're <laughs> dancing to music. As but he still, but he, program. but he knew because I, I was a dancer too as a kid too. So he's like, yeah. He came to one of my Zumba classes and he was just like, you know where you get your dancing from? Oh, so now you gonna take that? <laughs> oh, so it goes back to what I said. So there was a dancing gene in you, and that's why I got it from. Okay, okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah, but stop forcing that. I mean, I think that if your child shows interest in it. Yeah, that's cool. But, you know, like a lot of those. Let it naturally be. Right. But, you know, like a lot of those pageants, Mm -hmm. those little pageants for those little girls, Mm -hmm. you know, they dress them up like these grown women. And you can see some of those little girls are really just like unhappy. And the mama couldn't be a pageant girl because she was 806 pounds as an 11 year old. (laughs) Um, So now because she was able to be blessed with a petite daughter, she's like, daughter. Well, honey, boo boo was. um, (laughs) 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 But honey, boo boo had the personality. Did she? She had the person. She was funny as hell. She was. She, she was. She was something to. She look was at. a pageant girl. And she was, and I'm just like. <laughs> I think it was her personality. Like she could win the talent competition. First like that. off, how does she win the talent competition? And they had to put up subtitles. We know what the fuck she's saying. And she's not. She's not a foreigner. She's not. She's not handicapped. She's not too young to develop words, but you had to put up subtitles for me to understand what this little girl is saying. But she's winning pageants and Q and A. Yeah, she sure was. Exactly. She was winning. Exactly. How the fuck? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So either she was acting dumb for television, 
Or, or she, she just, just dumb. Or she just had good training when she, before the show. She just smiled before and competition. at the right time. Ate, what, she, what was her talent? Eating pie? Twinkies. Probably. <laughs> uh, we're not fat shaming. We're just saying. Um, so my word of wisdom is your biggest fan is a stranger and your biggest hater is most likely someone you know. Oh, that is true. Because think about it. How often do you go on your social media and you're getting all this praise and likes and support and shout outs from people you don't even know? that y'all have only come in contact once or twice, maybe in person, or it was a connection that you made with someone else who connected you to someone else. And then they're like, oh, yeah, go support this person. Go support this. Go support that. And then the one, some, somebody that you know is hating on you. They're like, oh, well, their business is not that successful. Or oh, they're not making that much money. Or, oh, they're not living the life right. that y'all see on social media. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, because it's somebody that you know. Exactly. And it's like the effort that it takes for you to put someone down because you know them personally, you could easily use that power for good and lift them up. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't take that much to support and it just spread positive words, you know. And that's the thing. I think just people just, they get all forms of support. Just They don't understand that there are so many different forms of support, but... Right. They just want to take that negative route for some reason. I think it's like, it's like you know, I remember I put up. Uh, it's like quote. it's competition. Yeah, I put up a quote um, on Instagram probably two years ago. And I remember it got so much love because I was just like, you know, they want to see you do good, but not better than them. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I think and it's so funny because Nicki Minaj said that, which is so funny that Nicki Minaj said that back then. And look at her today. <laughs> but I digress because she was saying that you know I lo- you know I had love for Kim and stuff like that. She said, but everybody is cool until you become competition, right? Because now it's like, oh, you know, yeah, she's dope, she's this, she's that. But until now, oh, well, now she's creeping in on my opportunities because right. now she's getting so big and stuff like that. You know, like prim- like I think mm-hmm. people were okay with Cardi wanting to be a rapper as long as Cardi was going Didn't to be a blow rapper. Up. And not be as big as me or bigger than me with right. opportunities that I haven't gotten. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, okay, because there's, in some people's minds, there's only so much room at certain levels. And if you get the opportunity to make it, then that cuts the opportunity out for me. And I don't think that's the way to look at it. I think, and, well, and then with that example, I think female rap has always been, there can only be one on top. Because there's all, because that's, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's the climate that they create, it's the and I'm not. Yeah. And I'm saying not saying the women, but the industry. It's the men, and it's the men. Yeah, it's the, the men industry. on their team, the men in the background who say because everybody generally wants a female rapper on their team. Like right. each each group, click label has that one that they push instead of pushing multiple. Right. You know what I mean? I think for me, the City Girls is basically the new um, Salt and Pepper. Salt and pepper, or because I, they because they rem, think about it, they didn't always they they've not they didn't do two they didn't do duos like that. No, they didn't. They, they didn't. Never it's did. always been that was one. the only female group you well no right you did have well they were only duo but you had JJ Fad I forgot about them right but, but I'm, I'm saying but, yeah. but like as women and stuff, right they they're the only two everybody breaks it out on their own and I remember you you told me because I didn't know that that 
it was only two of them because she didn't want to do it by herself. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it's like to have that extra layer of support all the time, you know, that was like, wow. But I think it works for them because it sets them apart. It does. And I think... And cause I was Regardless actually, of the fact, I don't like the way that the young man can <laughs> rap on beat. <laughs> but but I'm going to give them their props. But, I, you know, I... I, I I think that who, because I was watching the actual interview, not to get off subject, but I was watching the interview today with Diamond and Princess from Crime Mob. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, who the fuck is that? Okay. <laughs> Diamond and Princess from Crime Mob. Right. And I was like, they were supposed to be the city girls. They mm-hmm. had stilettos and pumps. Yep. And they were supposed to, but they had men. They did said that they were like, there were people in our ears that made us start beefing with each other, and it mm-hmm. just never happened. And so they were like, we're proud of city girls. We love to do something with them because... Mm-hmm. Especially now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah, so I one? mean, but yeah, people, I think people just tend to just hate because they don't want competition or, like I said, they don't want to see people doing better than them. It's, that's unfortunate. It's just, it is what it is. That's unfortunate. So what's popping? Okay, so what's popping in these streets? Y'all hold on one second for me. So, um, oh, this weekend, you know, if you unless you were sleeping under rocks, you know, you know that there were two shootings that happened, um, both on what the same day, because like one happened in El Paso, Texas, on Saturday, at a Walmart, a young man or a young terrorist, as we would like to say. Walked into a Walmart um Saturday afternoon, and he shot, killed um the victims. It, it was what twenty on Saturday, but today two more passed. So the total number of um deaths was twenty two, and I think the injured were twenty seven. With my best twenty five since the two passed today, but yeah, and um that later that night in Dayton, Ohio. Another gunman walked. Another gunman walked in on Saturday night um, in Dayton, Ohio, and he um, began shooting, and he killed ten people. And um, there were a number who were injured. I think most of his victims were African American, but um, it's crazy that this happened all in one day. It's 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 almost like mass shootings are now contagious. It's contagious. It's like it's 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 really really crazy, and it's and you know, and it's so funny because you know we talk about how, um, you know, things change in the blink of an eye. Right. And it's like now it's you can't even say that you were in the wrong place at the wrong time or you were hanging with the wrong people and stuff like that because you could innocently be anywhere right and 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 this happens it's really really sad and it's like you know we have we we have to do something i don't know what it is but it's like something has to change and i know it's not always about changing gun laws and things like that but i think it's a start it's a start it's, it's definitely a start and and it is not saying that you don't have the right to carry, but making sure that the people who are carrying are legitimately capable yes. of carrying without um, any type of conditions or... They need um, the background checks. They need to do thorough Extensive, background checks. Yes. And not only just background checks, but hell, do psych evaluations. Yes. As well. 
And don't just do it once. Do it, um, you know, periodically. Like you have to recertify or something. Every, you know, at least once a year. You know, at least once a year. And because a person can, a person background check can change a week. They lose their job. Three months later. And, you know. And they could be start plotting. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you, you have, we have to do better in making sure that the people that we're giving the okay to carry are, you know, functioning, you know, positive people in society. Right. And that don't pose a threat. Because, you know, you know it's, it's just. And I think it's just, it does start with leadership at the top, you know, regardless of how we feel about the president or any of the leaders. I think that he, he has to come out. Uh, he did come out and say something today, but everyone has to stop. It's, it's too much infighting, I think, in politics right now, you know, blaming this side or blaming... I saw a lot of that. Just Oh, yeah. Your side's not doing because it. Everybody, it's everybody, because everybody... Because the, Republicans. the thing about it's, it is because it's a huge mm-hmm. issue and someone has to take the blame. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to say, well, we could have done this or they could have done that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it's not us, it's them. Right. Oh, well, you can't say that because when when you all had the office or you all had right. this, or the, or this the happened, this happened. So you can't say that it's our fault or you expect us to fix it when it was broken so long. So why is it so much of a priority now? And it wasn't back then. And it's not that people are losing their lives. Right. At this point, it's about y'all coming together because the, once this happened, everybody should have all everybody who Congress from the president White House on down. Stop what you're doing. Yeah, we, we all need to get we, to we, D.C. We need to figure it out. We got to figure it out. We, we have way. got to make some changes because this mm-hmm. cannot keep happening. Because, I mean, shit, mm-hmm. who's going to be left to vote? <laughs> right. Shit. And, you know, it's, you know, for I, I, I think like, you know, what they said, like the president's statements, you know, about immigrants is been horrible lately. And he's a horrible human. Yeah, he is. <laughs> the guy in Texas, you know, he he went to shoot up it was a lot of mexicans basically you know um we don't know much about the guy in right. dayton he did get killed they did the officers did kill him mm-hmm. they took the guy in el paso into custody mm-hmm. so um and one of the victims the one in ohio was the gunman's sister and they said she came with him that night so I don't even. So I will, We don't even know what happened there. But really one crazy. of the things is like you know, AK military style rifles, AK forty sevens. There is like n- that. There's there, no reason. There is no reason for military grade weaponry to be available to civilians for any purpose. If you are, if you're saying that you're hunting, what is the point of you cutting meat in half with an automatic rifle? Right. There, there there's no way you can justify having military-grade weaponry in the hands of a civilian just for the simple fact that they can't, that they that they have the right to bear arms. Right. There's no reason for that. There's n- and if you're talking about because, well, that's, the, that's you know, that's Constitution, this and this and this and this and this. But back then, uh, it took you four minutes to load a fucking musket. <laughs> right. You know? So... Right. You couldn't be doing the mass killings. Because right. You, you might have got three or four <laughs> bitches before a brick got you, but, right. you know... Now you just open and spray into an open room and you can get 100 people in under 60 seconds. Exactly. That's insane. Why would you want to give people that opportunity to 
you know, and we know guns don't kill people, people kill people, but why would you want to give people the opportunity to even have that kind of stuff in their possession? Because you're right, because like mm-hmm. you said, guns don't kill people, people kill people, but if you limit the type of weaponry that a person mm-hmm. can have instead of them being able to kill 50 people, they may only mm-hmm. get one or two. Then if you do your due diligence as far as background checks and then recertifying a person being capable of bearing arms, then mm-hmm. guess what? You could reduce that from two or three people to zero. Right. And I just, I, I guess, you know, I, I always say I'm, I'm for bearing, uh, bearing arms and, you know, guns, but I just never understood, like, people who collect guns just to have them i mean some people do like i collect shoes yeah but you know some people like oh you know i got this or i got that and i can say because like i like my brother carries Mm -hmm. or whatever and i know he has more than one and that's his thing i know people yeah i know people who have more right and 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 that's his thing and i'm not going to discount the fact that that's his thing Mm -hmm. but at the same time if my brother was crazy as fuck I would not feel comfortable with him being able to collect just for the simple fact he wants to collect. Me collecting shoes, I'm not walking down the street throwing damn shoes at people. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just like You know what I mean? It's it's a different kind of hobby. Because the thing is, it's like when you collect guns like that, that's that's what people are stealing. Right. So what you gonna do? So let them get guns, but then um crack down on being able to buy ammo. <laughs> Like you carry you carry it. But guess carry what? It. You got you you only allow so many bullets. So so all you, all, every gun does not need to be loaded. There you go. You need your main one. You see what I'm saying? So get mm-hmm. fucking creative. <laughs> you and know, no, shit. If y'all really want no people li- to stop smoking cigarettes and eat healthy, mm-hmm. make all the shit that's not healthy for them inflate the price and see right. what happens. That would happen. Yeah. But we, we want people to eat healthy. Decrease the damn price. Why is a salad nine dollars, but I can get a double cheeseburger meal for two dollars and eighty six cents? Exactly. <laughs> Whole food should not be more than Walmart. You know what I mean? Like if it, <laughs> it, it, if the gun is 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 two hundred eighty six dollars, make each bullet one hundred and six dollars, and see how many bullets people buy. Bullet right. If they can't afford it, because I'm pretty sure most of these gunmen can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, you got the right to bear it, but you're gonna pay for you're gonna it. Pay for it. Yeah, but um, we do send our thoughts and prayers to ever the families um of all the the loved ones who we lost in these two massacres. Um, hopefully, we do have a resolution this week. Um, Cardi B and Rihanna addressed the situation. <laughs> and out of anybody, those two don't care. Do not give a flying rats behind. So, you know, after Trump made his little statement or whatever oh, about... That's what we're going to call it, a statement. Well, I mean, okay. his, twi- his Twitter... What it, what what gets called a Twitter rant or whatever? Because I'm like that's that's not even a formal statement. Like you you, the yeah. nation is in crisis, and your first thought is to I'm gonna take to Twitter. Is no formal address. Just I'm people are paying attention to my Twitter, so that's how I reach my fans. He don't consider us citizens. He doesn't consider us constituents. He considers us fans. Yeah, right. So Rihanna, you know, when he made his statement, um, Rihanna came back and she was just like, um, Donald, you spelled terrorism wrong because he's blaming it on video games and mental health. 
Which mental health, I think mental health is a part, but. Right, but if you did your damn due diligence. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, Rihanna came back and said, um, Donald, you spelled terrorism wrong. Your country had two terrorist attacks back to back, hours apart, leaving almost 30 innocent people dead. This just days after yet another terrorist attack in California, where a terrorist, terrorist was able to legally purchase an assault rifle, AK-47, in Vegas, then drive hours to a food festival in Cali, leaving six more people dead, including a young infant baby boy. Um, Cardi came in, and she she was she was really calm with her. She didn't swear. I don't think she did. Mm-hmm. We have had we have enough information on. Oh. The president stated we needed more. He said we're waiting on more information. So Cardi came back and said, we have enough information already. Both of the shooters are white supremacist terrorists with intentions to kill minorities. Law enforcement took rapid action, but what are you going to do to control some of your racist supporters? And crickets. And crickets. Yeah, right. But I mean, he came out today, had a news conference. He did condemn white supremacists and hate and all that stuff there. Yeah, but you want to. <laughs> you want to at this point. At this point, it's like you have to do something. But but at the same time, it's like if someone has to tell you what you have to do, it's just like when dating somebody. Mm-hmm. If I have to tell you every single time you do something wrong and that you need to apologize and mm-hmm. then explain to you why and all that, it's like it loses its value it's mm-hmm. just like okay you're just checking off you're just checking the box and say okay right. well, i did it he read from his teleprompter today oh <laughs> can he read and it wasn't yeah well i don't know because he said my condolences to the people in toledo again <laughs> exactly <laughs> somebody set him up Sir, somebody set him up sir. to prove bitch you have no idea what's going on in america this is america sir Cute childish Gambino. <laughs> this is America. Yeah, but um, Cardi B has been really into politics lately. Um, she met with Bernie Sanders two weeks ago Did. at a sit down. She, she, she was very presentable, and you know I think this is good. Now her team have a right. They do. Her team have a right. Can't they take do. that from them. They do, but she be on it since she she's on she's on it, and you know of course Republicans conservatives were just like. Oh, Bernie's trying to pander to these young people. Why? What does Cardi B know about politics? Why would you even discuss it with her? I want to say this about Cardi. Cardi is very smart. When it, she knows the st- when it comes to a lot of the political things going on politically, she knows a lot. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think that her team is playing a very, very mm-hmm. smart, intelligent game mm-hmm. because if Cardi. If Cardi B is the pop culture reference at this point, mm-hmm. okay, let's use that to our advantage. Right. Because not being funny, but if you got Cardi B, Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z, and people of that magnitude who have that much of clout mm-hmm. or whatever... Some people will be swayed to move that direction just for the simple fact that the people that they look up to mm-hmm. feels that way, because they they ha- they have a following. They really, really do. And I think even when it came to Obama's administration, that played a part. It did. It played. It played a part, whether people want to admit it or not. Now, granted, he was good on his own. He was good on his own, but too, it didn't yeah. hurt the fact that he had people who had. 
extremely dedicated followings right. that endorsed him. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very smart. And if they're gonna have if they're gonna put Cardi in these situations, they're definitely prepping and preparing her. Right. She's yeah, she's definitely ready when she goes into these meetings. She's definitely knowledgeable of what she's talking about. She's not some entertainer. And this is it's a double edged sword, I think, um, because you know, like you said, there are people who will be attracted to it. Then those are mm-hmm. those who are like, who keep, are, yeah, yeah, who are against up. anything mm-hmm. celebrities do. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, I'm turned off by that because mm-hmm. he's meeting with celebrities. Right. You know, and so they'll go the other way. But, but they but are <laughs> citizens as well. They vote but, as you know, well. Regular people just don't look at them that way. Yeah. It's sad, but you it know. Is. You can't because a lot of people tell them. Oh, I miss the days when entertainment stayed out of politics and just entertained. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, mm-hmm. though. So if that's the case, so keep politics out of entertainment. Right. Get off damn Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You know what I mean? So you can't have it both ways. You can't say well, we want entertainment to stay out of politics, but politics can, can, can go into entertainment. Right. You can't have it both ways. You know, and entertainment is not just... Because when you have inaugurations, y'all want entertainment. Your favorite artist. You want your favorite artist who has a following. <laughs> y'all ain't picking people off YouTube with no following <laughs> to to come and sing at these um, extravagant events. Right. You know, the, the DNC the, and the dinners you know, and, and the White House, House yeah. correspondence dinners and stuff. Y'all want the celebrities there. Right. So, but um, congratulations goes out to Ed Sheeran. I'm just not a fan. He now has the highest grossing tour of all time. Which blows blows (laughs) my mind. Because when you think about people, and I'm not just talking about Beyonce and Jay. Mm -hmm. Because I know their tours do extremely well. They do. But when you think about everybody, like the Michael Jackson tours and the Diana Ross tours and the from back in the day. Right. You know what I mean? Um, And the the Tina Turners and, and people who have huge followings right. and who will sell out today mm-hmm. in arenas and ain't release an piece of new music. You know, it's just like, wow, he's at that and the thi- level. And the thing is, is what you have to understand too. This tour, well, okay, first of all, the tour has grossed $736 million, $0.7 million. It broke the record of 735.4, which was set by U2. Mm-hmm. Um, this tour has been going on since March 16, 2017. He's still touring. Yes. And well, that's, that's what why. you have to understand. That's why. Shit. Like a lot of artists like Madonna, they I mean a lot of you too as one. Yeah. They tour. Yeah. That's uh, that's yeah. how they that's how they make their money. They tour consistently. There yeah. is you know where we say yeah. like Beyonce and Jay-Z, they'll give you two, three months. And then they take a break. They take a break and then they come back. Back a year or two and they, later. And they do another, well, no, it's it, it. I think it's normal like nine. It's, it's normal like three months. Yeah, like three months. But what, that's because they're doing international tours. Although I will admit, Beyonce did tour off um, uh, uh, B Day for almost a year and a half. She did. That's right. when and that's when she was doing like 
yeah. 60 dates. Yeah. 60 dates back then. She was doing 60 dates, but now she's only doing like America. Because she does the arena, yeah. I mean, the stadiums, yeah. she does about 20 dates. Now. Yeah, it's like 20 dates and but, then take a break and then we do a second leg and then mm-hmm. we take a break and then we do a third leg, depending on the mm-hmm. sales and stuff like that. But it's just like, wow, he's been touring that long. Yeah, the same. It's the tour and... Two years, and that's but a and lot of artists like a lot of artists do that. Tina, I think Tina Turner used to do it. Um, yeah, Madonna has done it uh, to where they just tour. Yeah, and I think I would. I think I could see Beyonce doing that when she stops making albums or anything like that, and she's just touring. And I and, and I, maybe once the kids get a little older, and, see, and I, I don't I don't mm-hmm. see her touring like that now. What I envision. Is with Beyonce being who she is, mm-hmm. um, Beyonce would probably build her own, should not probably would, but I think she should build build her own arena per se, mm-hmm. uh, or um, or theater or whatever like that, and do a residency mm-hmm. at what pick a city that she wants to live in and and stay in and and not just her but just anybody right instead of just doing like your residencies in Vegas right you could do it anywhere she could do it in New York and if you own it mm-hmm. you ain't got to pay you, you can rotate other pe- other bitches in when you know when you off yeah and you know that's revenue and if you own it you get all the overhead everything yeah that's cuz at this point if we ain't learn shit else from Taylor Swift and everybody else who losing <laughs> a damn catalog <laughs> Own everything because I just that's what that's <laughs> actually what Diamond and Princess said today because they said they didn't own anything. Own everything, and they got you they can. just got their publishing back. Yeah, own everything <laughs> you can if you if you can own the building, own the dates, own the masters, own own the damn uh, the bus that you touring on. Own everything. Yeah, you own everything. Cause you ain't gotta pay nobody else, right? <laughs> Just saying. Shout out. Oh, but speaking of Beyonce and touring, since we're on this thing of touring, you know, the rumor came out has been out today. Beyonce is interested in doing a Destiny's Child tour. I would so, be surprised. If they I would no be music. here for it because I, I would be here for it. I really would, and I think mm-hmm. everybody has enough content to do their own set. Yeah. I think and then they do, you know, like how they did like on the run, how they do their own set, then they do some songs together, right. their own set, then do some. They have enough content mm-hmm. between the three of them that they could do a full on show of two and a half hours. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. But I think that I I, I mean and I could that definitely would be see a her. hot ticket. Yeah. And it's all they only need the three of them. And I could see them. I could actually see Beyonce being ready for this because it's like I've done the on the run tour with my husband twice. I could go on tour by myself again, but I need to give people something new because, like, she could base a tour off the Lion King, the whole Lion King franchise. Well, truth be told, Beyonce <laughs> probably has a whole other album she's sitting on that we don't even know about. Well, they said she recorded 150 songs right. for Lion King. So. Right. So <laughs> um, she could tour off of that and then pull. Um, the last three albums, and you know she's gonna pull mm-hmm. the 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 hot tracks from whatever. But hell, Destiny's Child, she could, they could do the best of Destiny's Child tour. Yeah, I think that would be awesome if they and did have that, plenty I 
of content. Because I'm here for it. I actually would prefer to see a Destiny's Child tour than a Beyonce tour right now, but that's just me. But you know what? <laughs> I, but at the, at the same time, I look at it like, okay, what would a Destiny's Child tour look like now? Because Beyonce's tours, whoever her new production um, person is and everything like that, her tours are a lot more elaborate than what they used to be. Right. The costumes is more like art versus, you know, that tutu and um, um, what's what's the... The um, leotard. Yeah. It's more than just a leotard now. Like, she wears art mm-hmm. on stage. I'm pretty <laughs> so, sure they would let her so have it, it would really amp it up if it was a Destiny Child tour. Because yeah. the last tour was... Um, Destiny Fulfill. Destiny Fulfill, which was a really good tour. That was a really good tour. It was a really I good went tour. to that show, and yeah. that was a good-ass tour. That was a really good tour. Because it was def that was their that was their best tour because that TRL and that's shit, and that's I when they like, kind of did the whole okay well you do your, your, your right you, do, you two two songs and mm-hmm. you do two and then we and then everybody gets a chance to sing mm-hmm. and you know they had a good set list so it was a that was a really good tour mm-hmm. so I could see them bringing it back because Kelly's had what four or five albums now Probably like four or five yeah Michelle has had three three or four I or think. four yeah so. It's plenty of content to pull. It's plenty, yeah. So I'm excited for that. If they if that happens, I could see it 2020. That'd be a kicking hot off. ass summer tour. Yeah, I could see that for 2020. And I would want to go to a one that's overseas. And I hope she would let um, Blue Ivy perform. <laughs> you know she you know she'll be featured on some songs. You know she 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 don't get her little money because she be featured. And that's one thing I will say about them. They put the kids on the album so that they get some residuals. Yeah. They really do. Well, we're not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly. That's not the story that we call that love versus logic. So, is clout everything? <laughs> <laughs> is clout everything? Okay, so what is clout? To me, I think clout is people who do things for attention. And they use other people to get that attention. Hmm. So, you know, Offset and Cardi have the song Do Anything for Clout right now. That's right. popping, you know. They do. And one of the verses, you know, she said, you know, bitches using my name just to make themselves pop. <laughs> you know, we do things, I guess people do things to say that, oh, that I'm affiliated with them or to start drama with that person just so they can get their name out there on the scene. Bitch, watch your mouth. <laughs> bitch, stay in your place. Bitch, get out the way. My bitch on your ass. Kim K. <laughs> no disrespect. The nigga be tripping. But we love you, ye. Swapping our cars with my bitch. Like, like, really, like, okay. So everybody want to be us. Like, for me. So for me, it's like, it's all about being famous. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about, you know, being Oh, you know, well, you you're popular, or you got this and you got that, and it's like, no, it's all about, you know, you have an influence, mm-hmm. like you the cool kid, or oh, it's cool to be you. So, oh, if I can hang with you, you know, this and this, it's it's just really about having bragging rights. Exactly. It's it's really all about bragging rights and having the ability to influence people, which is why I feel like Cardi's team, to some degree, is using that because. At this point, she has some clout. Yeah, she does. 
And I mean, city girls have the song, you know, clout chasing. Told that little bitch, stop clout chasing. On that album. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you ain't fly them your homegirl clothes. Is. <laughs> is. And it's so, it's so, but I was talking to somebody today because we were talking about Housewives. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, don't, I, I haven't watched Housewives in I don't know how long. Um, I, I generally get tuned in just to watch the reunion because that's where it's the recap. And mm-hmm. I, get, I get all the highs and the lows and I get all the banter back and forth. So that's all I watch. But it's like, you know, when you look at them, when the girls come on the show, it's like, okay, so who's, who do you um, gravitate towards because of clout? Right. Or who has, you know, this position in the crew. So if I can get in with this person, then, you know, I'm looked at like, oh, I'm cool. So they try and position them with the anchor of the show. So, you know, they'll use Nene to introduce somebody new right. on the show or they'll use like Candy, you know, an OG to introduce somebody new to the crew. So and it's it's the same concept. And that's really crazy because I'm thinking like, who was the biggest clout chaser on Housewives? And I would personally, I think Kenya was in the beginning. She was the biggest clout chaser. Storyline. She needed to, she needed she made to up relationship. She needed to establish herself mm-hmm. with who she felt was the HBIC, right, in the crew. You know, she was trying to be on Phaedra's team at one point. You know, she'd be trying to be on Candy's team. She was trying to see what she fit. Yeah, yeah. She was trying to be on Nene's team. You know, mm-hmm. and then I think she finally came to her own to where it's like, and <laughs> and to City Girls' point, you know. You ain't that fly because them your homework clothes. So I made the comment. I said, you know, there was one point when Nene was real fly, but that was when her Amala was real cool. But after they fell out, <laughs> don't, do, don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. Drastically. That's when she came with that Bride of Frankenstein wig. Remember? <laughs> that blonde Bride of Frankenstein wig when she was just Ooh, that thing trying was so new ugly. things. And then she had that old, what was it? Hulk, it looked like a Hulk Hogan wig. Oh, that shit was so fucking ugly. It was like a string, yeah, like that a straw hut hat. Shoot, right, it looked like a scarecrow. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> you know, because look, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Marlo is known for her fashions, and everybody who get connected with Marlo, all of a sudden, their fashions take a real quick uptick. Because it happened with Kenya, too. Kenya's always been beautiful, but Kenya ain't known for her fashions. Mm-hmm. Kenya started hanging with Marlo. Her fashions kind of did a little uptick, just a little bit. To me, Nene was always known for a good bag and a good shoe. Not really clothes. Nene, I would say, was a clout chaser, kind of, too. And only reason I, I cash Trump checks. Right. So that, <laughs> so that set her apart. Because she felt like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm rubbing elbows with this person. Yeah, but he's filed bankruptcy several times. But anyway. Right. Um, so it was like, oh, well, I'm ca- like that name signified a higher status. Right. Because you had access to that person. You have you know, access. I don't say his name. And I don't right. Say, I don't speak his name. I don't talk about it. <laughs> I don't, but yeah, don't you just, yeah, you just have. <laughs> I think, yeah, when you try to associate yourself. So um, how do you feel about cloud chasing? Uh, I feel like it's to each his own. Like I think in some situations it's it's acceptable, mm-hmm. and I say that because like in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, I the the thing about it is clout chasing has a negative connotation to it, right? Versus saying networking with the movers and shakers, right? 
It's the same concept. It's the same concept. It's the exact same concept, Mm -hmm. but in a different environment, it's received differently. Right. Described differently, it's received differently. Mm -hmm. But it's the same fucking concept. Um, Like, when you start a new job, you find out, okay, well, who's the who? Who's the most knowledgeable person in the area? Okay, so let me get in good with them. Right. So that I can learn or whatever, whatever, whatever. And if they speak highly of me because they're the go-to person in the department, that's going to make me look good. Mm-hmm. Same fucking concept because clout chasing is what being with a person who has influence and a person who's famous. True, that so is true. It, so rather it is an informal leader, or if it's referential, or if it's you know um, somebody mm-hmm. who's looked upon because of their skill set as as knowledge makes them you know influential or whatever like that. It's the same concept, right? Versus you saying, "Oh, I just want to hang out with the cool kids." Yeah, then it's like bitch. It's the same. Yeah, then it's yeah, like, it's like hard. It's, it's yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's not. It's not cool at that point. Or but you only uh, want to hang with this person so that you can get cool with them, so that you can start wearing their clothes. Right. Or you could reap some of the benefits that they have. You know, getting VIP. Right. Like what the, all the entourage do is clout chase. Yeah, that's all they are. Clout chase. I mean, outside of getting into all the parties stuff like that and running errands, what do you do? And if you with them all day, what job do you have? <laughs> Aaron, run, they run errands. Okay, so you go, <laughs> you go get the Taco Bell. They get the hoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them back. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I, yeah, I think, yeah, when you put it that way, because I was just like, cloud chasing is horrible. When you put it that way, yeah, I think cloud chasing, is it, can, it has its benefits, it you know, especially in corporate America. Yeah. You know, in if I can any say organization, there's always politics. If I can say I'm rubbing shoulders with the VP, yes, I'm gonna say I rub shoulders with VP. Because when you get an interview, <laughs> watch this. When you get into an interview, what do you do? You name drop. You name drop. Now I think clout chasing is wrong if you're trying to like you know, as Cardi says, as soon as these bitches got something to sell, they say my name, say my name. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Or if you're, and I hope Beyonce and Destiny Child got some, <laughs> got they, um, <laughs> she said, say, my, say my name, Destiny's Child. <laughs> right. But I think that if you're doing it as negative, like so, so, there are certain people who clout chase in a different way to where if they know, oh, so-and-so doesn't fuck with this person or so-and-so doesn't like this person, I'm going to tell you all the bad stuff about this person mm-hmm. so that I can get in good with you. Mm-hmm. And make this person look bad. Just you know, I don't even really know this person, but I'm just gonna say all this bad stuff to to let you know that I'm down with you and I'm not down with them. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that's when clout chasing is just like fucked up. Right. You know? That's when it's just you know you don't yeah, have to talk you, down on somebody. When you else. attack someone else in order for you mm-hmm. to excel, yeah, that that that's low down. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. But um, have you ever <laughs> clout chased? <laughs> Yes, I have clout chase. Oh, yes, do I have tell. clout chase. You know, um, I think I do it all the time. Like just being a Zumba instructor, um, if someone's you know but see, popular make, comes to but see, class, it, it, but see, it make it make you feel some type of way when you say I do versus. Because now it's like, well, when you put it like that, I guess I do. But I wouldn't call, would call it, it cloud chasing. chasing. Yeah. I would call it just networking. Right. <laughs> right. I network, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but of course, you know, like, 
I'll say like, oh, I know maybe, you know, there's somebody at, you know, a job that's, you know, high up. I'll say, you know, oh, I got to attend like a function they had at work or Mm -hmm. something like that, you know. Or in my previous role, I used to write letters Mm -hmm. on behalf, you know. So I would say, oh, I worked closely with this person. Name drop. (laughs) (laughs) Drop it on the table and walk away. So, you know, yeah, I, I think I clout chase, you know, I, I post pictures of, you know, like when I'm doing Zumba, you know, of course, you know, People I think I are cl- known in the Zumba community. I met the creator last week, you know. The creator of Zumba? Yes. How old are they? He's young. He's like probably in his 40s. So Zumba hasn't been around that long? I've it's been around 20 years. Oh, okay. But, you know, he works out. His apps and everything is just oh, okay. sick. I just, when you mm-hmm. said a creator, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I think it's '97 is when it started. So oh, okay. yeah, wow. But yeah, um, um, yeah, I think I clout chase a few times. You know, there have been times when I used to try and get in the club, and I'd be like, "Oh, I want, I want so my name is on that list. It should be on that <laughs> list." <All right. laughs> you was a, you was an entourage groupie. Got it. And I used to fake cloud chase because I used to get to the um. When I used to go to the dough, I used to say, I'm Jay-Z's little brother. <laughs> I can't. Don't, don't do that. I can't. I can't. Don't do it. Can't. And my homeboy was like, this Jay-Z little brother. Y'all ain't going to let him in. Y'all ain't going to let him And they dumb as fuck for doing it. Yeah, they dumb as hell. They dumb as hell. You're, du- you're dumb. Jay-Z don't even have a brother. <laughs> right. Right. And y'all look absolutely nothing alike. <laughs> No features, no nothing is alike. But anyway, uh, let's see. Have I ever clout chased? Um, yeah. So, and I'll say this. So, I've, I've clout chased in the way that it was the negative connotation of it. Oh. Getting in with the popular people. Uh-huh. Um, or um, dating someone who was popular mm-hmm. to kind of get that notoriety or whatever. So, I've done that. And... Um, like I said, also networking with the movers and shakers or getting to know um, or positioning myself to be visible when it comes to certain people. So, yeah, I've done that, too. Right. You know, but I consider that networking and, you know, promoting my brand. And, right. Um, you know, instead of me necessarily clout chasing. But it's all about making yourself um, available to... Uh, for opportunities because you know it's like politics and everything right. you do there are politics you give and you take you compromise you do things that um, would progress or promote you into the direction that you're trying to go or influence people in the in that's in favor of your perspective or thought so it's the same thing same right. concept same concept yeah same concept it's just that cloud chase just really sounds some like urban <laughs> you know they've term. turned it into something negative to where you right. don't want because you can so you, you can don't want to be that way like you, so you rather like bitch she cloud chasing like eh, bitch you ain't got shit you know like having an opinion turned to hating right it was just like okay now i can't even have a fucking opinion no more oh, <laughs> i can have an opinion <laughs> and i can articulate my opinion <laughs> All right. So, can you be friends with a like a known cloud chaser, somebody who that's all I have, and I am. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cool. So here's the thing: I'm friends with someone I would deem as a cloud chaser. I'm cool with someone who's really bad at cloud chasing. Um, 
like bad, like they can't, they don't do it right, or they just no in oh, the they, way that they do it because oh. they 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 make it obvious that they do it in the manner in which rappers in their lyrics describe it. Like you look down on other people because you're like, oh well, you know, I date this per- and I'm with this person, or mm. I'm you know, or me and this person's real cool. Well, we don't, I don't do shit like that. Like. I don't do things that aren't VIP and stuff like that because you know somebody. Like, oh, I don't pay to get in. You know, that type of stuff. Right. Oh, okay. You know, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, it's not that deep. It's just really not that deep. Just to make their their name. Right. Just to show that you know people. Right. And, well, I don't want to know them. Shit. We don't really care. And if it ain't local, shit doesn't matter. But, you know, whatever. So, Mm I know people who are some of all of that. Right. Um, and it doesn't bother me because my thing is is that I accept people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it doesn't negatively impact me, it's cool. So I always say I got friends from all walks of life. Right. Some positive, some not right. so positive. Mm-hmm. But that's you. You know, so I don't judge. I make observations. <laughs> I take notes. But I don't judge. Yeah. I don't... I think I could be friends. I think I am. Right? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm friends with people who are clout chasing. I guess I probably never looked at them as a clout chaser. But when you start to digest, when you start to digest, di- and digest they do dissect what yeah. they do. It's like you definitely oh, a clout chaser because you like you're just always trying to be seen. You're trying to make sure that everybody on social media know that you know this person. And it might just be y'all took two pictures together because y'all was in the same place twice in three years. But it makes it now appear that y'all cool. You're not. But some people chase, you know what? And there are some people who chase on clout. I mean, who are clout chasers on social media who just post every, every all fucking day for attention. I think that is a clout chaser, a person who just posts random shit all day. But I think it's only deemed as, as clout chasing if they are associating themselves with someone else who has influence or who's famous. Or if they're yeah, if they're trying to compete with someone. Right. And get like, on that level. Right. So like you always post like oh i'm out with this person and you make sure you tag that person uh-huh. now the person ain't never tagged you but you make sure that you know oh you know we out doing this and this and this popping bottles and doing this or we out doing this or you like to make sure you show that you in the car and you show which kind of car you drive with the emblem on the steering wheel just little shit like that you know like that's to me that's that's not necessary it's unnecessary you know somebody who and I, I think maybe this is why I thought about this is um, Milan Christopher. To me, he is like the biggest fucking cloud chaser ever. So he is always the first person to comment on Shade Room every single comment. So you know, so mm-hmm. what's funny is is that I actually read something um, about him on Twitter recently, mm-hmm. and apparently somebody did an interview with him, and. They were talking about, you know, his net worth and, you know, he's like net worth like two point five million or something like that or whatever, which is very, very good. But the thing about it is, is that when you. I feel like he does things because he has time. Right. Like because being talked about, you know, publicity is publicity, whether it's good or bad. Right. You know, whether it's. Uh, controversial, whether it is a scandal or whatever it is, it's publicity. And you can spin it and, and use it to your advantage or let it die off. It's up to you. The Kardashian clan does it beautifully. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, they're going to use it to their advantage and they're going to spin it. Right. So I think he has learned because he's been around entertainment for so long 
that, okay, this is how I deal with it and I can perpetuate it if I want to or I can shut it down. And either way, regardless of what I do, mm-hmm. it's publicity and mm-hmm. I can push a different product. And this, okay, so I did just find out what it was that he did that somebody called him out on because he was interviewed for Forbes magazine. So it was for okay, it was Forbes. It was, it was okay. And um, the title was "Love and Hip Hop Hollywood Star Milan Christopher on Being an Entrepreneur, Rapper, and Advocate." Mm-hmm. When he posted it, it says "Love and Hip Hop Hollywood Star on Being an Entrepreneur, Rapper, Actor, Advocate, and Multimillionaire." Mm-hmm. So because <laughs> and, 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 and I think he, he had an issue because he was like they changed it, but he had the original article or whatever or the, the original draft mm-hmm. and that's what he was going off of. But then they end up changing it or whatever. So he was like, um, you know, they put his salary or whatever, uh, his net worth in it. And he was like, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth with a bitch who ain't even in my same tax bracket. So. Doing stuff like that to basically dismiss, demean, and distance yourself from other people. Mm-hmm. And I get why he did it because if he felt attacked, he used, okay, well, let me use my resume to attack back and show you bitches why I am who I am and bitch you are who you are. Right. And I get it because, you know, there's no rules in, 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 in warfare. There's not. Right. But I think the thing about it is, is that when you do things like that, you create this image of what you are, and that's when people get on because, just like we always say, if it's done in the public, people can have a public opinion about it. Right. Because then other people was like, you know, you're a very attractive person. I wish your personality matched your looks. And then he attacked her because she had something to say. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 just one of those things. I don't think he's a clout chaser. I think, well, I take that back because I think he, he wants to be. He definitely uses his, he definitely uses the Gordy name. To his advantage, mm-hmm. because he's associated with with Barry Gordy. Right. That's he he leveraged that. Right. So I guess of you course. would consider him a cloud chaser. I would. But say I think that. like he tries to, like someone said, it's like he tries to be like he's down with every celebrity in the industry. And he could very well be. And and that's and that's another thing is. I don't want to say that he isn't, but I don't want to say that he is. What I will say is that one thing we've learned is mm-hmm. that. When you when you run in a certain circle, it's not hard for you to meet people of a certain status. Right. Rather you dated a, like like uh, like Wendy said a while ago. Like okay, if you've dated a ball player, it's not hard for you to get another one. If you've dated Diddy, it's not hard for you to find somebody else to date mm-hmm. in the industry. If you good Judy's with uh, Amber Rose or a um, uh, a Nicole Murphy or you know people who run in circles like that, it's not hard for you to mm-hmm. to go to a brunch with Lisa Ray and you are, well not Lisa Ray and Nicole Murphy. But right. <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know what I mean? But it's 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 not difficult for you if you hang out with Cynthia Bailey for you to run into Phaedra or Portia or right. somebody like that. Because it's the same circle. Atlanta circle is just as small to me as I would expect the LA circle to be. Right. And they don't exactly just let anybody in all with nearly because they keep tight circles because that's how they you keep shit down. Right. You know what I mean? So that's like that's like Evelyn Lazada not knowing anybody else who's on love and hip hop and she's on basketball wives. They have friends that may intermingle, mm-hmm. especially guys and stuff like that of you know of particular profession or whatever. So right. I don't feel like that's not possible. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely possible. And I think it's just 
Like, if you look at BET Awards, most of the audience now is reality TV stars. Yeah. It's like, and I, I guess they are considered celebrity. I don't consider them real celebrities. What, cele- what celebrity today mm-hmm. is very different than what celebrity, celebrity used will, to be. Right. Because celebrity today is about being famous mm-hmm. versus being, well, famous. Based, based, so some people say famous and celebrity is two different things. Um, But it's like now that, okay, so now do you consider someone a celebrity but not necessarily famous because anybody can have celebrity you know it's just about being on tv now right or, to where yeah, it actually it be most like tv it's um uh you could be a social, social media, media celebrity, celebrity. You're a right. twitter uh instagram youtube celebrity you know those those people get endorsements now too right fashion over yeah, so anybody can be mm-hmm. a celebrity, but it's like. But I guess like when yeah, because like when you think about award shows back in the day, and I and Nicki Minaj called BET about that. She was like, "Y'all want to be a reality show now, instead of you know having real celebrities." But I guess she probably was talking about Cardi. <laughs> and, she, well, and she was, and that's the thing. She was being petty because. But here's the thing. Ma'am, what were you before you made it to where you are? Right. Like you can't shit on and piss on the people that you used to be because now you've made it. Right. And that's what it appears that you do. But I think that people do it, you know, like how, oh, I'm an actor. Or I, like people, what's the thing everybody say about the Kardashians? What do they do? Uh, they are. <laughs> that's they the question are, everybody They asks. are entertainers. <laughs> However you would like to dress that up is what they are. Do you consider them having the level of talent that you used to consider a celebrity or right. a famous person having? Because maybe not. not. But one thing they have learned how to do is to make fucking money. Right. Period. Exactly. Period. They have learned how to take tragic and trash and turn it into, into treasure a and direct deposits. And millions and millions and billions. Millions and millions <laughs> of dollars. Because now anybody can be an first of all, anybody can be an actor. If you go and get a a, a commercial appearance, bitch, you're an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now your acting job may not pay like Viola Davis acting job, but bitch, you still an actor. You can put that on your resume as a credit. Right. So and Tyler Perry just give everybody a job these days. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. well, he ain't giving everybody a job. He ain't getting no Monique no job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, is it? I think people take you know trying to distance and separate themselves mm-hmm. from this to that so serious. Like, oh well, I'm not like them. I'm this, or I make this amount of money. So, oh, you're an actor. You only act if you make it this and this and this and this. No, bitch, I'm an actor if I have an accredited to me acting anything. Being an extra is an actor. Mm-hmm. You get a a, a commercial deal. You're an actor. You may not be a series television actor or a movie actor, but you could be, you can guest appear in a movie and one scene for six seconds and be considered an actor. I acted in my school play. Am I considered an actor? Yes. <laughs> yes. If you acting in Charter by the Sea or Turtle by the Lake or the Alhambra Dinner Theater or, you know, the the, the amphitheater outside or, you know, hell, you want to do Shakespearean. Um, down, uh, at down, down at the community center. Down at the community center. center. <laughs> you <an> actor. <laughs> if you in the Easter play playing one of the disciples, guess what? You're an actor. One of the, I'm sorry, one of the wise men. Oh, <laughs> I forgot it. You, yeah. Don't judge me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You are an actor. You know, if you get in the mirror and you lie to yourself, bitch, you are an actor. 
I know plenty mm-hmm. of people who be acting and don't even know they're acting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Lying to yourself. Put on the shit. story. Mm-hmm. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Clicks, likes, and comments. What's got social media up? Social media, but uh, pop culture up in a tizzy. We like spreading what awareness. Yo, ASAP is a free man, finally. Um, the Swedish jail finally decided to release him. Um, and he said he has no plans at all to return to Sweden, which I probably wouldn't want to go either. I wouldn't go back either to a place that locked me up. Yeah. and um, Hell, I wouldn't drive down the street that a jail was on if I got locked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, it is good that he did. He is out now. Um, of course, you know, 45 made a statement. It was kind of funny because a lot of people laughed at it when he did make the statement. He said, ASAP Rocky released from prison and on his way home to the United States from Sweden. It was a rocky week. Get home ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> it was just like, really, sir? I'm not, I'm not entertained by that. I'm not entertained by that. That's just real dumb. <laughs> That Voldemort is dumb as fuck. Cause that's just like say, ASAP, ASAP. That's like saying for your FYI, bitch. You're dumb as fuck. You are dumb. He was trying to be funny. Failed miserably. <laughs> miserably failed. Yes, but congratulations, ASAP. Don't get in no more trouble, you know, and get some music out. Shit, talk about your experience. That's what people want to hear. Um, what's this? The Black Girl Sketch Show. Yeah. Aired on Friday. Uh, yeah. Who are the stars on there? I forget their names. Um, so um, you got Robin Thede, which is the light skin. The creator. Yeah, the creator, the, the light skin lady. Um, you have Gabrielle Dennis, who was Whitney Houston. Yes. You have Laquita. Laquinta. Quinta. Yeah, Quinta. Um, she was the one. Ooh, a large. He got money. He got money. I used to love a her. Large. I used to love her for that. You know, she she's on there. And mm-hmm. I don't know the other. I think that's the lady who writes on. Insecure? No. Uh, um, That's Natasha Rothwell. Oh. That's, um, she, I think, Saturday Night Live. I think that's her. Maybe. I think that's her. Um, so watching the episode, there's only one scene. There's only a few scenes that are funny to me. And that's really them sitting around in the living room. <laughs> they just talking. They played Never Have I Ever. Yeah. Um, they threw her phone, stuff like that. That stuff was kind of funny. But every damn thing else was not funny at all. I laughed a little bit at the, I when they asked the group, they were like the singing group, whatever. I got fucked in the ice cream shop. I'm like, that's not funny. It was, you, and, and you I know was what? Rooting, I was rooting, rooting for you. We and were you know all rooting for what you. What people? Um, because I was reading some of the comments. Because yeah, they've been getting really trashed on Twitter. Um, and some and people were making good sense. They were like, "This is black girl comedy." These were the black girls who went to all white schools and had to be funny. <laughs> and then they tried to bring the jokes over to the black people and think that we would laugh. But. But here's the thing, not being funny, but that goes to show you that not all the time when you, and we were talking about, you know, celebrities and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like some of them, uh, well, not some of them, but I know like Quinta or whatever, she's funny on social media. Right, she is. I don't know if she's an actual comedian or not. I didn't know that Robin was an actual comedian or not. Um, I know she's had some She's had the BET show. Yeah, which is what? Canceled. Um, 
not no shade, just it's truth. Mm. You know, we don't deal in the truth on no shit, Sherlock. Um, I think it, it's one of those things that funny doesn't always translate to other facets of being funny. Right. Like to me, Jess Hilarious is good with Jess with the mess on Instagram. Right. Her in a stand up show, I don't feel is as funny. I'm not saying she's not funny, but she's not as funny. There are some people who are stand up comedians. There are some people who are good comedic actors. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, because being a comedian to me is a specific skill set. To be a stand-up comic is a specific skill set. To me, like Chris Rock To be is... able to improv in a comedic mm-hmm. way as an actor is a different skill set. Right. Because all stand-up comedians can't act. Exactly. But there are some actors who have comedic moments when they have to ad-lib. Like, to me, Jennifer Lewis is not a stand-up comic. Right. But she's a comedic, comedic actress. actress. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's different... There's different lanes for different people, and I don't think they're necessarily translating because even with Molly on Yvonne Orgy on the show, it wasn't funny. Right. It was not funny. It wasn't. It wasn't. Now, I feel like Yvonne is funnier on Insecure, and she's not even trying to be. Right. But it's the it's the but level, it's a it's character. It's, it's a, a character. It's, it's, it's the a character. Mm-hmm. But hell, she's playing a character, character. on Black Girl Sketch Show. So it's just it just didn't translate. It might have been a little funnier. Like somebody said, it might have been funnier if it wasn't pre-taped. Like it was like a Saturday Night Live more so, where they improv more. I think it probably could have been funnier that way. But other people do parodies all the time, and that's really all it is. It's just a whole mm-hmm. bunch of parodies, right? Of of real life situations or things that have happened in movies, or you know something that's went viral and stuff like that. Like the one when she was like, to me, I thought it was like kind of being like a dig at Rachel Dolezal. Oh. When she was talking about, she wrote. Oh yeah, she was. The, and and I, was like, I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell going it's on now. Not funny. I think it was the way. Now I get you were trying to make fun of the people who are trying to be oh so deep, but ain't saying a damn thing because I get that. Right. But the shit just wasn't it wasn't funny. funny. Like I'll use me for an example. Like people tell me all the time, like bitch, you crazy as fuck. But I don't think I'm funny. I just have comedic aspects to myself. Right. But I don't think if I was supposed to get up and Until do stand up, that I would be funny. I just say shit that I think everybody else would say. Mm-hmm. And I just might have good comedic timing depending on the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing pre-planned, but you see what I'm saying? It's just different. Like people, there are people who are like there are Bernie Max and Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy who are fucking funny. Yeah, I think, but I think Chris Rock. I always looked at Chris Rock as a great stand-up comedian, but I just never was found him funny in movies. But stand-up, but when, all but when day. there were movies that fit his. He played his he, comedic he could play it, right. role, you know. Then yeah, he could get away mm-hmm. with it. Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy is, is somebody an who actor and a stand a great stand and a great stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to me, Will Smith is is an is a great actor who has good comedic timing, but I can't see him standing up and telling no damn jokes. Right. Monique is a good actress and, and good a stand up comedian. comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different, and I just don't think it translates well. But we're gonna see. I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm trying to give it another episode, and I'm gonna give them a little support because you know it's black. They did make history. Yeah, you HBO, know, HBO, and it's a black created show by a female that um, that showcases 
all black talent. Right. History. Yeah. Give her that. I did kind of like the um, Angela Bassett basic bitch one. <laughs> um, that that was okay. I, it, I think it maybe because it, it was Angela. It could have been. It it definitely could have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just little tweaks here and there. You know, for me, yeah. but and maybe the segments that they're doing the skits or sketch sketches or whatever that could be longer to fully realize. Uh, right. The joke, maybe. Right. But I don't know. It just. It, I'm sorry. We will try again this Friday. Um, I was rooting for you. I really we really w- we, we all were because y'all did show some of the best parts in the previous. <laughs> right, because I was like, oh, bitch, I can't wait. It's gonna be funny. And I'm like, eh, there's the funny. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we're gonna give y'all another shot. Um, Meg the Stallion and Nicki Minaj. So you know, last that week or two weeks ago, today they were on. Um, IG Live. IG Live, just shooting the shit, basically. And um, today they announced that they do have a song coming out this Friday, Hot Girl Summer. Mm. Hot Girls, y'all won the summer, basically. Well, I mean, so we still got to August. Um, I need so, Chris Brown or somebody to come through for so us. So Jess, Jess with the Mess had a very good um, video, and she was like, okay, Hot Girl Summer. So all y'all telling people how to rob bitches, stab bitches, get money, and fuck a bitch mind up or whatever that. But all y'all hoes in love. Y'all got all these men living y'all happy life or whatever that. Okay, so where's the and where's the instructions to get the way y'all at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about it. Iggy got a man, city uh young Miami, Miami she, she pregnant, pregnant and all, and she in love. Yeah. And the man said that he loved her even with a wig off. So bitch, that's some serious kind of love. Yeah. He love her without her wig and her makeup on. Um then you you know so you, you got you got all these other people and they talking about you know sucking and fucking and doing this and this and doing that or whatever. But bitch, you laid up. Well, Nicole Murphy kind of got they stock she up a little bit. Sing. But it's not it's she not about sing. that. But I mean, it's just about it's about any rap. hot girl. It's about any hot girl that's leading in entertainment. Just like the hot boys, we say, um, future was president. I think they said future was president. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know you know what my song is right now though, but um. Iggy Azalea, Iggy, um, just wanna. Ooh, yeah, that's a yeah. That's old nasty piece of fuck song. Um, actually, it, 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 it's a it's definitely a song to ride out to. It's nasty. I know. It's real nasty, but I like it. I had my experience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just wanna come. That's it. I just wanna fuck. Yeah, that's a hot song. Shout out to Iggy too, cause I love that I album. I love the whole album. <laughs> but I don't love the whole album. I love it. it she good. got maybe three songs. <laughs> let's not get. Let's not get I crazy. Love it. I love the album. Let's Iggy. not get crazy. She got three songs. But yeah, so you know, Meg The Stallion and Nicki Minaj, Hot Girl Summer featuring Ty Dolla Sign comes out on Friday. Okay. I think this is gonna be big for right in time for me to add it to my playlist before I get on this plane. <laughs> yep. So I think it'll be. Big for, uh, it's good to see Nikki collaborating with a female. And I was just about to say, I hope she's learned from her mistakes. Like, okay, embrace mm-hmm. and work with. So, and I and it would be a, it's a good PR move because it's starting to paint you like, okay, maybe she's not so bitter. Because look at it, Trina. Mm-hmm. Trina um, acknowledges. She welcomes. She supports. The new up and coming girls. I thought I think I saw one of her interviews where she was naming them. She was like, you know, mm-hmm. Tokyo, 
Tokyo Jets, Megan, Cash Doll. She was just naming all the up and coming girls right. who, you know, whatever, whatever. She was like, you know, I love all them. She said, and they all have something to bring to the table. It's enough room for everybody. Right. And that's one thing I will admit about Trina in comparison to everybody else. Trina supports everybody. Except unless, Kaya. Unless you cross her. <laughs> unless you cross her. But she's speaking of Kaya, did you see that video of her with that little crop top shirt on and they talking about her orangutan teeth? Yes, yes I saw. I like to <laughs> die. She has the biggest areolas I've ever seen Ooh. on anybody. <laughs> I mean, they look like burnt baloney with the rings taken off. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya said her husband's sucking on him. She's still married. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he can't put that whole piece of baloney in his mouth. <laughs> Open wide. <laughs> he would have to. <laughs> Like a hunger, hunger hippo open wide. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get off of her because if she come on me, I'm going to have to go on her page and block and, and report her so I can block her like everybody else do. Oh. Okay, Mario Lopez. Mm. Um, Mario Lopez is in the hot seat this week. and um, He's going to be in the trash can. He don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> um. He was on the Candace Owens show last week. I think this was last week. And um, he made a comment about transgender kids and saying that it's not, he's struggling with, you know, I guess parents who normalize transgender kids. Why? It's not healthy. It's not a healthy thing. Why? I mean, I kind of understand. Like three year old, three or two, three year olds. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand where he's going with that. Okay. To normalize, you know. Okay. Okay, you have a two year old son, and you want to. You may hear him say, "Oh, why can't I be a girl?" So do you normalize that and say, "Okay, well, baby, you can be anything you want to if you want to be a girl. Let's why go ahead you? and do that." Why wouldn't you? Because I think it just brings. It doesn't let the child be a child. The child is a child. You, but it's. I don't think they're being a child because they don't know exactly. They don't have an understanding of how the world works right now. So what or who they are. They don't understand who they are. So, and, and and here's how I find that very very interesting. Mm-hmm. You say that a, that a child doesn't have the opportunity to be a child because they don't know how the world works. As a child, it's not their job to know how the chi- how the world works. If the child feels that I feel like this, and if the child feels like today I want to wear a dress, I don't feel it's any... It, first of all, it's nobody's... It's nobody's business. It's nobody's business. It's nobody's place mm-hmm. to tell someone else what to do with their child. You worry about your child, and you raising this mm-hmm. damn terrorist, this <laughs> damn bomb builder in your basement, or this damn person who is superficial that they're around here being bulimic because they don't look like the people that is on the phone that they swiping left and swiping right to. Right. You worry about that. Right. Don't worry about what I'm doing with my child to make my child feel loved and supported in whatever their decisions are that does not impact anybody to their left or to their right. But I think that's the part I don't understand because when I say if if the child wakes up today and say I want to wear a costume to school, 
I want to wear a tiara tomorrow or I want to wear pants and overalls the next day. If the parent is, uh, is, is, is in agreement to letting that child express themselves to the best of their ability and allow things to naturally take its course, mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it because it doesn't impact anybody else other than allowing that child to feel the freedom to express themselves in any way they feel that is not hurting or harming anyone else. But I think that it comes into when you let your child go out that bullying is where I think you have that concern. So then you teach your child how you to have to handle t- Yeah, that's bullying. what I was going to say. You're going to have okay. to. Because you mm-hmm. have decided to do this, other people may not understand or agree with it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You, see, and that's my thing. People try and overanalyze or, or, or um, heighten the meaning of things. Mm-hmm. Break it down to the level in which the, re- the audience or the recipient is able to understand and digest it. Mm-hmm. So, son or daughter, if you decide that this is what you want to do, it's okay. There are going to be people who don't like the fact that you are different from them. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It's just something you have to learn that people are not going to always like you mm-hmm. or like your decision because it's different than them. That's how you explain that. And if someone picks at you or put their hands on you, you tell an authority figure. That's how you handle that. You don't tell them somebody hit you, you pick up someone, you knock the hell out of them, <laughs> which you do because <laughs> that's self-defense. Mm. But you see what I'm saying? So you don't go into the hole where, you know, mm-hmm. Guys are supposed to wear this and women are supposed to wear that and da 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 and it's wrong and this and this and this and you don't know what you want right now and this and this and this and this because some would say that it's nature ver- nature versus, versus nurture. nurture. Mm-hmm. So why not nurture what they feel nature is and see what happens? Because it may just be a phase or mm-hmm. it may be the 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 first piece of something about that child being, you know, displayed mm-hmm. or communicated. Because as soon as you tell a child, no, you can't like pink, you have to like blue, then they automatically begin to shut down certain aspects of who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, you, I, 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 I can agree with that. I can agree with that. And it, like you said, it doesn't hurt. Um, and it may be that some parents just, other parents just don't want to deal with it. Because, you know, if your child comes there, if a boy comes to school dressed in a, in a dress and, you know, other kids are like going back home to their parents, why is he doing this? You know, why is this going on? Because his and parents allow him to express himself. And some parents don't want to have to deal with it. Okay, that. but again, <laughs> that's your problem with your fucking child. That's my whole, that is my mm-hmm. entire point when it comes to people not wanting to accept the fact that everybody does not raise their child the same way. Mm-hmm. Everybody does not condone certain behaviors the same way. And everybody does not ex- express themselves the same mm-hmm. way. Because that's no different than me taking my ass to the local Target or the Walmart and this bitch walking her child on a leash <laughs> like a fucking chihuahua in Walmart and somebody else is letting their child sit in the damn basket and jump up and down. And my child is is behaving properly. <laughs> so now I have to explain to my child why this person is walking her child like a dog. <laughs> and this child is then her child embarrass the dog fuck out of her in the middle of the store. And she ain't saying shit to him. <laughs> How is that any fucking different? Well, that is true. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. See, people put it where milk, 
Ooh. Put it where people put can it understand. Put it where people can understand and put it where people that can get it. Right. It's no fucking different. If I have to explain to my child why your child is walking around here ape shit crazy. <laughs> Not ape shit. <laughs> and bat shit ugly. You know, why, why do I have to explain to my child why your child comes to school dirty and steals and is aggressive if and is people- disrespectful because my child decides that they want to come to school in a tutu and a crown because that's what they woke up and what felt like. How's that any fucking difference? And how's it any difference? Like if, you know, how do you teach your children? Oh, why is this child black? Right. It's no and I'm white. Different. And I'm white. It's no different. <laughs> that's an easy. That's it's an about easy. teaching. It's about teaching instead of dictating exactly how, you know, direction the child should go. It's about teaching your children tolerance of other people. Yeah. Teaching your children how to you respect don't, other yeah, people. You don't have and to like or understand why a person mm-hmm. does what they do. If it doesn't hurt or harm you in any way, that's their choice. That's why so many of us grow up as adults worried about the next motherfucker. Because hmm. I don't pay am bitch t- no mind that don't pay am one of my motherfucking <laughs> Am bitch. Am. If I see a motherfucker stealing, I'm not going to say anything because I just don't have that kind of time. Right now, you come stealing around. <laughs> right now, that's, Again, that's, it if it don't violate me, if it don't violate me, right? I don't, don't have an issue. Shit, I that. know bitches that steal. T- mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, I, I, I sound like I'm finna sound like Hazel from um, Hazel London from um, Bella Noche. I mean, motherfuckers steal money, uh, steal supplies from the job all the time. I'm not reporting them because you saw the um, last week the girl. You <laughs> <laughs> see like the girl who. Um, Worked at Foot Locker and the guy was still in shoes and she tried to stop him and he body slammed her ass to the ground. Her ass like a piece of paper. Like, everybody, I'm like, everybody. Look, that's protocol. It says if you see somebody stealing, what do you do? You call the authorities. You don't intervene because that's what happens to your ass. You get tossed like a rag doll, like a chuck bride of Chucky doll that they ain't want to play with no more. Yes. Yeah, so Mario Lopez is probably he gonna be in the fucking trash can. Yeah. <laughs> Because now what's next is because now that you found that it's okay for you to make certain comments about the way people raise their kids, people are going to make comments about you and some of the decisions that you've made and the people that you've dated. Because, again, anybody can have an opinion on anything. Right. You know, like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, why don't you go back the way you came for that? That's not nice. Well, it ain't nice that you told me that I shouldn't that I shouldn't promote my child to be who they want to be. Today or tomorrow and forever. I don't think he should lose his job at extra though. I don't think so. I mean, he's apologized. He has apologized. So here's the thing when you do things publicly, things are open for public opinion. Right. Extra is worried about what their bottom line is. And if you are going to take, cause any hits to the brand, bitch, you got to go. It don't matter. I don't watch extra. So next time, (laughs) next time I get you, I get you, I bet you one thing, he'll be more mindful of the shit that come in his mouth on. Um, social topics because he's not going to want to have to eat his words or apologize. But he, I mean, people have to know he's, for him to go on Candace Owens' show, who's like the biggest conservative and um, 45 lover, you know, she's a black woman. She's, I don't give a damn. She's, all, I mean, everybody should know if you're going on Candace Owens' show, you're going for conservative views, which is fine, mm-hmm. which is fine. But again, mm-hmm. if you take a stance because it's no different. People saying like, oh, well, you know, this and this and this and this. If you decide that you want to voice your opinion, there are going to be some people who are going to be aligned to it, and there are going to be people who aren't. Who want to get and in the street you and protest. have to 
accept the fact that you said what you said. And now, not trying to be funny, but you coming back and apologizing is not saying that you didn't mean it. You mm-hmm. just didn't mean to say it and that it had negative repercussions. Right. I mean, I, I respect him more if he just stood by what he, how he feels. You know, I don't have, a, like I said, I don't have a problem. That's his opinion. That's your opinion. I never had a problem with a person's opinion. It's just when you, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion, but don't. And as long as he's not actively going up to parents saying, why is your child doing this? You know, I ain't got an issue with it. Because everybody has their opinion. Now, some people's opinions are trash. Niggas is trash. <laughs> niggas is definitely trash. Um, <laughs> speaking of niggas, Keisha Cole gives birth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know who her baby daddy is. I really just don't care. because I know he's young. Yeah. He looked like he could be like her baby brother. Yeah. Oh, did you see her son? The oldest? He no. looked like they brothers. I was thinking something else, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <And> we're, <laughs> we're moving around along. Oh. Uh, Queen Latifah is official to play Ursula in The Little Mermaid Live. This is a casting, again, that I can get behind. I think Queen would have been a good choice for the movie as well, but I get it. You know, you got to have mass appeal, whatever, whatever. So they went with Melissa McCartney, but I really think that Queen is a good choice, and Queen can sing too. Yeah, she definitely has the look. So I'm. She I'm definitely good. has the look. So she now I'm interested me when she looked mean. I can't with you. <laughs> uh, so I am interested in who else is going to be playing in the Little Mermaid live too. I just want to find a nice prince. Eh. Speaking of prince, Tia Marie. <laughs> is Olin the Prince of Petty an additional 4K? I feel so bad for this little Is he lady. a prince? Maybe he's the king. He might he's be. the king of petty. He is he not no fucking king. prince. He, he is the king of petty. I was trying to think who else is just as, who, who else is worse than him. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody worse than him. Nobody at that level. I nobody at that level. Yeah, no, not as far level. as a guy. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, Pitson is petty enough that he'll go and buy a business just to just to buy a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like super duper petty. There's like, no, there's, I mean, he was born petty. Yeah. He probably tried to sue his mama when he came out. I think when he got shot that ninth time, it, it nicked his petty gene. Yeah. And it just took over. And he's like a cat. Mm. But yeah, she's ordered to pay him five, 4000 extra dollars. What the hell? Why are you going to ask that woman for some extra $4,000? She ain't even paid you the first damn amount she owe you. And look, and I'm going to start adding interest. She, she, if I was I'd just be like, bitch, take me to jail right now because I'm paying shit. Girl, she keep it up. She might end up there. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and she say She might end up Girl, there. just go ahead and start doing your time now because I don't think she's on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, which premieres tonight. Mm. I don't think she's on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give Love and Hip Hop my um, Hollywood two episodes. I ain't giving them one I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see how it go because <laughs> I am interested to see April this time around because we really didn't get a feel for who April was when she was on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like April. April kind of reminds me of Erica Mena a little bit with her with her mouth. Oh, okay. okay. She kind of reminds me, and you know, I like, I, you know, I kind of like. And Kay Michelle is on this season too, right? Yeah, Kay Michelle is back on this season. And she looks good. Mm-hmm. And Ray J and that girl still trying to raise this baby. 
Well, I would hope so. The baby not going nowhere. I mean, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that's the boring storyline. You know, the baby ain't, ain't going nowhere. I would hope so. I guess. Um. Oh, speaking of love and hip hop. <laughs> so, the stories that I've seen today is Alexis Scott got her ass whooped at a pool party. That was hosted by her, somebody named who's Trouble. Is he on Love and Hill Pop or somebody? Sound like somebody Trouble. Yeah, and why, why, J, why BN Almighty, young boy, yeah, young boy Almighty. I don't know these people. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they had like this big pool party, and from the video you could see just a fight going on, and everybody said started posting on Twitter and everything. Ooh, Alexis guy just got her ass whooped. She just got her ass whooped. She made a video. You know, all made up, whatever. She looked good. She was just like, that was not me. I was not fighting. Do I look like I was in a fight? Blah, blah, blah. And then somebody released the video from a different angle, I'm sure. No, but the two girls who whooped her ass um, released their own video. <laughs> I said, yes, we whooped Alexis Scott ass at this pool party. Mm-hmm. And she's on live with makeup trying to say that she did not get her ass whooped. Yes, bitch, you got your ass whooped because you tried to come for my sister. They said she started it. They said Trouble told her to swing on the girl. She swung on the girl, so her sister jumped in it, and they whooped her ass. And this is about, I ain't trying to be funny, but uh, Alexis Guy is, is normally known for getting her ass whooped. And that's why I try to tell people, like, there's a difference in somebody who can fight and a person who will fight. Mm-hmm. Anybody <laughs> can be ready to fight. That don't mean you can fight. You can get your ass whooped just because you're ready to fight all the time. Right. So don't think just because you always down and like, oh, I mean, well, you know, you catch fade. Okay, but, you know, that don't mean you're going to be the one to give it. Prime example, since we're talking about reality TV, um, basketball wives. We all know Malaysia can fight. Right. And will fight. Right. Now, Jackie, you might will fight, but that don't mean you can fight, and we're going to find out next week. Oh, this, this week, week. On this episode. Uh, I'm so behind. Oh, I got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Tammy is one who Tammy can fight. Tammy and Tam- will fight. Tammy will fight. Now, I, but we've <laughs> no. never seen Tammy technically fight. We've never seen it. Yeah, we've never really seen we've it. We've never seen Tammy technically fight. We've seen Malaysia well we up have. on Laura. Uh, we've seen Brooke well up on Jackie. Yeah. We've never actually seen Tammy fight. Now we know Tammy will fight. Well, we know she did attack. Evelyn, that first season. Attack. They didn't fight. There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> Evelyn will fight. We've never technically seen Evelyn fight. We've seen Evelyn jump up on a table and run across the conference room. We've uh, seen Evelyn grab a bottle and throw it, but we've never actually seen Evelyn fight anybody. And I don't think, because I think Royce Evelyn was, I think was going to whoop her ass that, that one season. I that. thought Royce was going to whoop her Royce ass. Royce was going to get a piece of that. <laughs> Because <laughs> Royce, Royce was scared. Royce was now. Royce is somebody. Like, Royce is little. I actually it. think Royce can fight. I actually think Royce I can fight. Because and I get that, and I think Royce can fight because Royce is tiny and she's always been small. So right. She's always had she had to, to fight. She's already had. She's always had to fight. Right. And I think mm-hmm. it's the same thing when it comes to certain other people. Like I think like and this is stereotypical, but you know, light skinned girls. They've always been used to being picked on for being the light skinned girl and the light skinned black girl. To some of them, they got to fight. I think Tammy can fight. Oh, we did see Tammy fight once when she fought the girl in the club. You're right. When she fought that girl in the You're club. Right. <laughs> Beat that girl Tammy ass can in the fight. club. Tammy can fight. You're right. Tam- Tam- Tammy can fight. And 
learning that Tammy has been in abusive relationships all her life, yeah, yeah. Tammy has learned she has to fight, and which I think is also why she's and, triggered so And easily. she's pushed some cameraman around, too. Have. <laughs> have let, let, let go of my arms. Let, right. Let, let, right. Me, let me go. Right. Me go. You whack bitch. You wait until I can't move my arms to swing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so, time for answering for a friend. Love it. So, hey, no shit. This is Patrick from Tallahassee. I want, I, I got a real quick question for you. So, I started a new job a couple months ago. I'm getting real cool with one of my coworkers. Um, the thing is, is that she invited me to her home for a holiday cookout. And as I walk in, I realize that her stepdad is an old piece of mine from about 15 years ago. Oh, that's hot. I just want to stop reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from about 15 years ago. So my issue now is that should I say anything? Should I not? The, the, the uncomfortable part about it is, is that after seeing me, now they begin to hit me up again like, what's up? What should I do? How hold up? Did he say that they're married? That his her stepdad is married. I guess what he's wearing to the mom. He, he, yeah, if that's her that's, stepdad, that's a stepdad. So they got to be married. Um, oh well, you need if he if he married, you need to tell him no, uh-uh, no, <laughs> no. Um. Wow. Um. And you don't need to tell her no details. Well, what's your well what? It's all gauged upon your moral compass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if 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 you're truly going to consider this person a friend, I would say shut it down. Um, I don't feel like you sh- should tell her. Mm-hmm. Right. Do not disclose that. Right. That's their past. Even if that's in their present and maybe their future, that's not your place to tell it. Uh, I don't feel like it's anybody's business to blow up someone's spot. Um, plus that happened years ago before you and this person became friends. So I don't think that that's something you need to tell, but I think if anything, you should definitely shut it down. Like, Hey, we can't revisit this again. Yeah. Tell him that's, you guys, tell it, him you got a, you in a relationship. Not even, t- you ain't, you don't owe a bitch this explanation. <laughs> yeah, let, let me tell you something. We're going to have a conversation at one, one day about why is it that people feel that they are inclined to give people explanations when they say no or I don't feel like it. Because some motherfuckers will keep texting you all damn day even if you say no. You ready now? And guess you what? And now? get now response. <laughs> and response. Y'all going to stop giving people <laughs> explanations. Y'all don't owe a bitch <laughs> shit. Um, so that's what I think. You know, uh, Patrick, Patty. Um, not patty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Patty don't, mayonnaise. Yeah, not patty mayonnaise. <laughs> no, not patty mayonnaise. Yeah, so that, that, that's just my thought. Don't listen to Lance. I told him don't tell him. Oh, okay. Now, if he ain't married to him, then see, I said, <laughs> see, 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 see. Nope. 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 Patrick, we want you to be a good, wholesome, wholesome man. You know, you're starting this new friendship with this, with this co worker. Let's keep it, you know. Clean, you know. Uh, I guess, but you know, coworkers fall out, so you know they do. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? So, what would you do if you showed up to a get together and realized that your ex is roommates with somebody you're now dating? 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Um, depends on which ex it is. That's a very good point. Yeah, because one ex is one ex. I'd be like, "Hey, how you been? That's what's up. I'm going over here to this room. <sighs> the other ex, it's gonna be a fight since I already know. So I'm just not. Um, I just can't come back to y'all place. I just you we gonna you have to come <laughs> to mine because I just can't come back over there. So. Mm. So first, clearly, you have to have, you know, just moved in. Because how did I not know that y'all were roommates? Number one. Um, so it, to me, it's more of a okay. I need to tell you something. So your roommate is my ex. Whatever, 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 whatever. Um, are you okay with that? Because if if it's gonna be an issue then there's no need for us to even move forward because I'm not going to be dealing with this six months later that you like, you know, and I don't know what you be doing when you be at the house and I ain't there. Uh-uh. <laughs> so we're going to have a conversation like, okay, your roommate is my ex. Are you okay with that? It's nothing going on. That was such and such a while ago. I'm not even going to get into details of our relationship because that's null and void. It doesn't matter. That's in the past. But if the bitches get out, they rely, get out of line, we're going to fight up in hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He did, seriously. Um, so that's probably what I would do. I will just make sure I level set and make sure that, you know, that we on the same page and that you're cool and that you know. Because, again, nothing nothing affects or is detrimental to a relationship or or a connection than... Somebody finding out something about you from somebody else. So I would make sure that they knew that, okay, yeah, that's makes. Now, if we used to just fuck around, I might have to have a conversation with that person like, hey, don't start no shit. Because ain't nobody supposed to know we fucked around anyway, probably. So, you know. It depends. Yeah. Pro- well, if they just yeah. roommates, then yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Now, if they're friends and roommates, if they're actually friends, because not yeah. all roommates yeah, are friends. Yeah, no, that's, not, right. not and all that's why I said that. Yeah. So it just really, just really matters. That's why I say we would have to level set. Right. Like, hey. Because I've been in that situation where it was just enough. I was with both, both roommates. <laughs> I'm not judging you, friend. I'm not judging you, friend. I'm not judging you, friend. You know, see, this is what happens. See, my friend is just real free spirit, and he lived his life to the fullest and everything like that. And I and I support him, and I ain't going back and forth with no I'm church I'm going to stop. And I ain't explaining shit to am, bitch, right. my friend. Once I turn 30, I'll stop, y'all. He's never stopping because he's nowhere close to 30. He's never going back to 30, so he's never stopping. So with that being said, you know, feel free to follow us on IG at No Sherlock Pod, Facebook at Ed Shit Sherlock, follow us on SoundCloud at No Sherlock Pod, or email us any questions, topics, or answer for our friends to No Shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. And for that, we want to say thank you for listening and see you the next time. You can always Woo-hoo. tell bitches, hoes, and cats and dogs where to find us, and we are out. Yes. Yeah.